poets and intellectuals of this time. The innovative minds. The intelligentsia. Those that are breaking down the barriers and choosing a bohemian existence, escaping from dreary suburban ideals and materialistic death traps. Where are these engaging people? The risk takers. The revolutionaries. Those living apart from this big unrest. Those escaping the sterility of corporate junkies who get high on materialistic consumption. Welcome to the Bohemian Beat. We will journey beyond the horizon and find the artists living on the edge, going down into the murky waters of their very existence, where these brave souls have re-emerged with art that is challenging, original, and brutal. You have tuned into the Bohemian Beat. I'm ready, with you until the end of the hour. Today, we are continuing with part two of our special series, The Poetics of Bob Dylan, an exploration. Bob Dylan was recently awarded the 2016 Nobel Prize in Literature. This is a pretty significant poetic event. The Nobel Prize in Literature is the richest literary prize in the world. To have it awarded to Bob Dylan really recognises the poetics behind his works. In this series, we explore just some of the poetry that inspired the legend of Bob Dylan. But first, let's start with a cover from his 1965 album, Bringing It All Back Home, called Maggie's Farm. Now, this song is considered Dylan's declaration of independence from the protest folk movement, which recasts Dylan as the pawn and the folk music scene as the oppressor. However, the song is considered in a broader context of capitalistic exploitation. Maggie's Farm is the military-industrial complex, a company, organisation, or even a nation, and Dylan is singing for the youth of his time, urging them to reject society. Maggie's Farm is also interpreted as a need for African Americans to reject the limits imposed upon them by society. Many African Americans have ancestors who worked as slaves on various plantations, and Dylan uses Maggie's Farm to promote the idea of rejecting any racist treatment. Take note of the surreal and introspective stream of consciousness flow of the lyrics. This is Rage Against the Machine with Maggie's Farm. Driving me insane 
Rage Against the Machine with a cover of Bob Dylan's song Maggie's Farm, considered a counterculture's war cry from a legend who refused to be spokesperson for a generation that made him one anyway. Our focus today will be leading up to Bob Dylan's epic song, Desolation Row, considered a poet's prophetic vision of the reality of America and was heavily influenced by T.S. Eliot's The Wasteland. T.S. Eliot's The Wasteland was published in 1922. This epic poem created a literary uproar. Some critics called the work a masterpiece, others a hoax. While this long, complex poem includes many obscure literary references, many in other languages, its main direction is clear. It contrasts the spiritual bankruptcy Eliot saw in modern Europe with the values and unity of the past. Eliot's poem loosely follows the legend of the Holy Grail and the Fisher King, combined with vignettes of contemporary British society. He employs many literary and cultural allusions from the Western canon, Buddhism and the Hindu Upanishads. This is Bob Dylan reading from the beginning of T.S. Eliot's The Wasteland. It's just like T.S. Eliot said, April is the cruelest month. His poem, The Wasteland, commemorated the death of Abraham Lincoln. Here's how it begins. April is the cruelest month, breeding. Lilacs out of the dead land mixing. Memory and desire stirring. Dull roots with spring rain. Winter kept us warm, covering. Earth and forgetful snow feeding. A little life with dried tubers. Summer surprises coming over the Stombergersee. <laughs> Hope I said that one right. With a shower of rain, we stopped in the colonnade and went on in sunlight into the Hofgarten and drank coffee and talked for an hour. April is the cruelest month breeding, lilacs out of the dead land mixing, memory and desire stirring dull roots with spring rain. That was Bob Dylan reading from the beginning of T.S. Eliot's The Wasteland. Like many modernists, Eliot was highly self-conscious about his relationship to literary tradition. In a well-known essay, Tradition and the Individual Talent, published in 1919, Eliot described how the modern poet, when truly original, enters into a dialogue with tradition. He claimed that a great poem makes it necessary to understand all earlier poetry of the same tradition in a new light. This next piece is from the second section of T.S. Eliot's 434-line poem, The Wasteland, called A Game of Chess, which begins and ends with fragments from Shakespeare's play, first with an allusion to Cleopatra's life on the river and ending with a poignant allusion, Good night, sweet ladies, good night, to Ophelia's death by water. The chair she sat in like a burnished throne Glowed on the marble where the glass held up by standards wrought with fruited vines, from which a golden cupidon peeped out. Another hid his eyes beneath his wing, doubled the flames of seven-branched candelabra, reflecting light upon the table as the glitter of her jewels rose to meet it from satin cases poured in rich profusion. In vials of ivory and colored glass, unstoppered, 
lurked her strange synthetic perfumes, ungrunt, powdered, or liquid, troubled, confused, and drowned the scents in odors, stirred by the air that freshened from the window, these ascended, in fattening the prolonged candle flames, flung their smoke into the laquearia, stirring the pattern on the coffered ceiling. Huge seawood fed with copper, burned green and orange, framed by the colored stone, in which sad light a carved dolphin swam. Above the antique mantle was displayed as though a window gave upon the sylvan scene the change of Philomel by the barbarous king so rudely forced. Yet there the nightingale filled all the desert with inviolable voice, and still she cried, and still the world pursues, jug-jug to dirty ears. And other withered stumps of time were told upon the walls, staring forms leaned out, leaning, hushing the room enclosed, footsteps shuffled on the stair, under the firelight, under the brush, her hair spread out in fiery points, glowed into words, then would be savagely still. My nerves are bad tonight. Yes, bad. Stay with me. Speak to me. Why do you never speak? Speak. What are you thinking of? What thinking? What? I never know what you are thinking. Think. I think we are in Rat's Alley, where the dead men lost their bones. What is that noise? The wind under the door. What is that noise now? What is the wind doing? Nothing again, nothing. Do you know nothing? Do you see nothing? Do you remember nothing? I remember those are pearls that wear his eyes. Are you alive or not? Is there nothing in your head? But oh, 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 that Shakespearean rag. It's so elegant, so intelligent. What shall I do now? What shall I do? I shall rush out as I am and walk the street with my hair down. So, what shall we do tomorrow? What shall we ever do? The hot water at ten. And if it rains, a closed car at four and we shall play a game of chess, pressing lidless eyes and waiting for a knock upon the door. When Lil's husband got demobbed, I said, I didn't mince my words, I said to her myself, hurry up, please, it's time. Now Albert's coming back, make yourself a bit smart. He'll want to know what you've done with that money he gave you to get yourself some teeth. He did, I was there. You have them all out, Lil, and get a nice set, he said. I swear I can't bear to look at you. And no more can't I, I said. And think of poor Albert. He's been in the army four years. He wants a good time. And if you don't give it him, there's others will, I said. Who is there, she said. Something of that, I said. Then I'll know who to thank, she said, and give me a straight look. Hurry up, please. It's time. If you don't like it, you can get on with it, I said. Others can pick and choose if you can't. But if Albert makes off, it won't be for lack of telling. You ought to be ashamed, I said, to look so antique, and her only 31. I can't help it, she said, pulling a long face. It's them pills I took to bring it off, she said. She's had five already and nearly died of young George. The chemist said it would be all right, and I've never been the same. You are a proper fool, I said. 
Well, if Albert won't leave you alone, there it is, I said. What you get married for if you don't want children? Hurry up, please. It's time. Well, that Sunday Albert was home. They had a hot gammon. They asked me in to dinner to get the beauty of it off. Hurry up, please. It's time. Hurry up, please. It's time. Good night, Bill. Good night, Lou. Good night, May. Good night. Tata. Good night. Good night. Good night, ladies. Good night, sweet ladies. Good night. Good night. Shiny suit, he spoke to me, I stole his flute. 
was I? I did it though because he lied Because he took you for a ride Because time was on his side Listening to the Bohemian Beat, broadcasting nationally since 2007 across the community radio network. Today's show is part of a special series exploring the poetics of Bob Dylan. We just heard Sophie B. Hawkins with a cover of Bob Dylan's song, I Want You. Dylan had said about the song, I quote from a 1966 interview. It's not just pretty words to a tune or putting tunes to words. It's the words and the music together. I can hear the sound of what I want to say. And before that, we heard T.S. Eliot reading Section 2, A Game of Chess, from his long poem, The Wasteland. Bob Dylan's 1965 song, Desolation Row, has many similarities to Eliot's Wasteland, including its length, works based on imagery through narration. Dylan also follows Eliot's use of poetry as protest using poetic form as a method of rebellion. Vital to both pieces is the political subtext that is both anti-war and anti-governmental corruption. Each fragmented stanza in these pieces is used to illustrate society as valueless its institutions rotten, and its leaders immoral and without any motive but greed and power. These poems can be read as an invocation for justice against the dreadfulness depicted. Eliot's poem The Wasteland is a dare to the audience to accept the shocking non-linear spiritual and political disorder of post-World War I Europe, while Dylan's Desolation Row is an invitation to leave the circus-like world of chaos and join the counter-culture reformation. Here it is, Desolation Row. They're selling postcards of the hanging They're painting the passports brown The beauty parlor is filled with sailors The circus is in town Here comes the blind commissioner They've got him in a trance One hand Tied to the tightrope walker The other is in his pants And the riot squad They're restless They need somewhere to go As Lady and I Look out tonight From Desolation Road Sin 
she seems so easy It takes one to know one she smiles And puts her hands in her back pocket Betty Davis style And in comes Romeo, he's moaning You belong to me, I believe And someone says you're in the wrong place, my friend You'd better leave And the only sound that's left After the ambulances go Is Cinderella sweeping up on Desolation Road Now the moon is almost hidden The stars are beginning to hide The fortune-telling lady Has even taken all her things inside Except for Cain and Abel And the hunchback of Notre Dame Everybody is making love Or else expecting rain And the good Samaritan he's dressing He's getting ready for the show He's going to the carnival Tonight on Desolation Road Ophelia, she's neath the window For her I feel so afraid On her 22nd birthday She already is an old maid is quite romantic She wears an iron vest Her professions, her religion Her sin is her lifelessness And though her eyes are fixed upon Noah's great rainbow She spends her time Peeking into Desolation Road Einstein disguised as Robin Hood With his memories in a trunk Passed this way an hour ago With his friend, a jealous monk Looked so immaculately frightful As he bummed a cigarette Then he went off sniffing drain pipes And reciting the alphabet You would not think to look at him But he was famous long ago Inside of a leather cup But all his 
sexless patients They are trying to blow it up Now here's nurse, some local loser She's in charge of the cyanide hole And she also keeps the cards that read Have mercy on his soul Isolation room Across the street They nailed the curtains They're getting ready For the feast The phantom Of the opera In a perfect Image of a priest Here a spoon feeding Casanova Assured, then they'll kill him with self-confidence after poisoning him with words. And the phantom shouting to skinny girls, get out of here if you don't know. Casanova is just being punished for going to desolation road. Night, all the agents and the superhuman crew come out and round up everyone that knows more than they do. Then they bring them to the factory where the heart attack machine is strapped across their shoulders. Escaping to desolation rule Praise be to Nero's Neptune The Titanic sails at dawn Everybody is shouting Which side are you on? And Ezra Pound and T.S. Eliot Singers laugh at them And fishermen hold flowers Between the windows of the sea Where lovely mermaids flow And nobody has to think too much About desolation rule
received your letter yesterday About the time the doorknob broke When you asked me how I was doing Was that some kind of joke? All these people that you mentioned Yes, I know them, they're quite lame I had to rearrange their faces And give them all another name Right now, I can't read too good Don't send me no more letters, no The Bohemian Beat, and today we are exploring some of the poetry influences of Bob Dylan, recently awarded the 2016 Nobel Prize in Literature. This is part two of a three-part series called The Poetics of Bob Dylan, an Exploration, where we explore how Bob Dylan intermingles the dynamics of folk culture with sophisticated art. We just heard Bob Dylan's epic song, Desolation Row, considered one of his most ambitious works, noted for its length, over 11 minutes, and surreal lyrics in which Dylan weaves characters from history, fiction, the Bible, and his own invention into a series of sketches that suggest entropy and urban chaos. An interesting reference in the song provides an image of Ezra Pound and T.S. Eliot fighting in the captain's tower, which could easily refer to the editorial tug-of-war between the two poets, as it was Pound who shaped Eliot's poem into the work we have today. And Eliot dedicated his poem The Wasteland to Ezra Pound, referring to him as my superior craftsman. In this context, it could be considered as two poets trading ideas and suggestions for the poem Back and Forth. Ezra Pound, who lived between 1885 and 1972, was an American expatriate poet, critic and intellectual who was a major figure of the modernist movement in the first half of the 20th century. In this next poem, Cantico del Sole, by Ezra Pound, recorded at Harvard University in the late 1930s. He pokes fun at a court ruling that obscenity in the classics is okay, since the classics have a limited circulation. Cantico del Sole. The thought of what America would be like if the classics had a wide circulation troubles my sleep. The thought of what America, and the thought of what America, 
The thought of what America would be like if the classics had a wide circulation troubles my sleep, no dimities. Now lettest thou thy servant, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace. The thought of what America, the thought of what America, the thought of what America would be like if the classics had a wide circulation. Oh, well, it troubles my sleep. <laughs> Some kind of way out of here Said a joker to the thief There's too much confusion I can't get no relief Businessman there Drink my wine Come and dig my earth None will let
And that was Jimi Hendrix with Bob Dylan's cover All Along the Watchtower. And before that, a poem by Ezra Pound, Cantico del Sole. This is a bohemian beat, and today we are exploring the poetics of Bob Dylan, focusing on his epic 1965 song, Desolation Row. The title and ambience of Desolation Row is reminiscent of beat poet Jack Kerouac's depiction of Mexico from his book, Desolation Angels. One of Kerouac's later books, first published in 1965, nearly a decade after On the Road. This next piece is Jack Kerouac reading from Desolation Angels. Now it's jazz, the place is roaring, all beautiful girls in there, one mad brunette at the bar drunk with her boys. One strange chick I remember from somewhere wearing a simple skirt with pockets, her hands in there, short haircut, slouched, talking to everybody. Up and down the stairs they come, the bartenders of the regular band of Jack and the heavenly drummer who looks up in the sky with blue eyes, with a beard. He's wailing beer caps of bottles and jamming at the cash register and everything is going to the beat. It's the beat generation, it's Bayat. It's the beat to keep, it's the beat of the heart. It's being beat and down in the world and like old time lowdown. And like in ancient civilizations, the slave boatmen rowing galleys to a beat, and servants spinning pottery to a beat. The faces. There's no face to compare with Jack Mingers, who's up on the bandstand now, or the colored trumpeter who outblows him wild and dizzy, but Jack's face overlooking all the heads and smoke. He has a face that looks like everybody you've ever known and seen on the street in your time. Sweet face, hard to describe. Sad eyes, cruel lips, expectant gleam, swaying to the beat, tall, majestical waiting in front of the drugstore, a face like Hunky's in New York, Hunky whom you'll see on Times Square, somnolent and alert, sad, sweet, dark, holy, just out of jail, martyred, tortured by sidewalks, starved for sex and companionship, open to anything, ready to introduce a new world with a shrug. The colored big tenor with the big tone is blowing sunny stits clear out of Kansas City roadhouses, clear, heavy, somewhat dull and unmusical ideas which nevertheless never leave the music. Always there, always far out. The harmony too complicated for the motley bums of music understanding in there. But the musicians here. The drummer is a sensational 12-year-old Negro boy who's not allowed to drink, but can play. Tremendous, a little lithe, childlike Miles Davis kid. Like early Fats Navarro fans you used to see in Espan Harlem. Hep, small. He thunders at the drums with a beat which is described to me by a near-standing connoisseur with beret as a fabulous beat. On piano is Blondie Bill, good enough to drive any group. Now Jack Minger blows out and over his head with these angels from Fillmore. I dig him. Now he's terrific. I just stand in the outside hall against the wall, no beer necessary, with collections of in-and-out listeners with Bernie, and now here returns Bob Berman, who is a kid from West Indies, who barged into my party six months earlier with... Dean and the gang and I had a Chet Baker record on and we hoofed it at each other in the room. Tremendous. The perfect grace of his dancing, casual, like Joe Lewis, casually hoofing. He comes now in dancing like that, glad. Everybody looks everywhere. It's a jazz joint and beat generation mad trick. You see someone, hi. Then you look away elsewhere for something, someone else. It's all insane. Then you look back, you look away around. Everything is coming in from everywhere in the sound of the jazz. Hi. Hey. Bang! The little drummer takes a solo, reaching his young hands all over traps and kettles and cymbals and foot pedal boom in a fantastic crash of sound. Twelve years old. What will happen?
tambourine man play a song for me I'm not sleepy and there ain't no place I'm going to hey mr. tambourine man play a song for me in the jingle jangle morning I'll come following you take me for a trip upon your magic swirling ship all my senses have been stripped and my hands can feel to grip and my toes too numb to step waiting only for my booty else to be wondering I'm ready to go anywhere I'm ready for to fade into my own parade cast your dancing spell my way I promise I'll go under it Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. I'm not sleepy and nobody cares where I'm going to. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. In the jingle, jangle morning, I'll come following. smoke rings of my mind through the foggy ruins of time down past the frightened leaves and the lifeless frozen trees way down to the windy beach far from the twisted reach of crazy sorrow I wanna dance beneath a diamond with one hand waving free silhouetted by the sea with all memory and fate driven deep beneath the waves please let me forget about today until tomorrow hey mr. tambourine Play a song for me I'm not sleepy And nobody knows Where I'm going to Hey Mr. Tambourine Man Play a song for me In the jingle Jangle morning I'll come following You are listening to The Bohemian Beat. And that was Melanie with a cover of Bob Dylan's Mr. Tambourine Man. And before that, Jack Kerouac reading from his book, Desolation Angels. 
As the end of the hour is approaching, we will have to end it right here. I hope you've enjoyed part two of the poetics of Bob Dylan and Exploration, a three-part series for broadcast across the Community Radio Network. I would like to thank Julian Gibbs for his input into this series. If you would like more information and podcasts, check out thebohemianbeat.com. I will be back next week, same beat time, same bohemian frequency, for more poetic entertainment. We will end with another track from Bob Dylan called Series of Dreams, which was originally intended for his 1989 album, Oh Mercy. Apparently, this song was his pick for the opening track, but ended up in the bootleg series volumes a couple of years later. Thank you for joining me on the Bohemian Beat. I'm ready. A series of dreams When nothing Comes up to the top Everything Stays down but it's wounded And come To a permanent stop Wasn't thinking of anything specific Like in a dream where Someone wakes up and screams Nothing Too very scientific Just thinking Of a series of dreams A series of dreams Where the time And the temple drag And there's no exit In any direction Except the one that You can't see with your eyes Was it making any great connection Wasn't falling For any intricate scheme Nothing That would pass inspection As you think it Of a series of dreams
Just a kid Have I said it's a dream 